Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Slayless Show. Uh, I am Deuce Notions. On? Got my boy Jared here, man. How you doing? How you doing today, man? Man, how you doing, man? I'm, re- I'm ready to get into it, man. Like, I've been a long time coming. Ready to take off. Yes. How- yeah, I'm like, I can't even wait to uh, go over these topics, man. Like, it seems like a lot is going on right now. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, this show, the whole reason why we even started this show um, is because everybody feels like they know something about music. Like, they know who's hot, who's not, who's the best rappers, who's not, who can sing, who can't, right? Um, yeah, and every time you get into that conversation with somebody, they always throw somebody out there and you just look at them, you know, with a side eye, like, <laughs> what are you talking about, right? So, like, so we decided, like, we should give people the opportunity to back that shit up. Like, okay, if you feel like somebody's good or not, back that shit up. Give me five tracks to support what you're saying. Yeah, Any five tracks, pull them from anywhere, and then, you know, I have my five tracks of people I think is hot, and we'll see who really knows something about music. We see who really knows something about lyricism or singing or whatever it is. So that's the premise behind the sh- Yeah, I got my list. You got your list. Let's see who stands on top. Let's see who's right. You feel me? So um, right now, man, we're going to start it off, man. I mean, God, man, so much going on, man. What's What's been going on in the world of music, man? Let me, let's, let's go and get into some of these topics, though. All right, man. So, so first thing, man, you know, we got we got to talk about, you know, we were talking about Fab, and you know, right now you got man. the whole Me Too movement. You know, you man. got you got a lot of stuff going on with males hitting females and males sexually harassing females and males actually raping females. And, man, you know, um, in this particular case, you know, Fab was, you know, he was charged with domestic abuse, domestic violence. He was also uh, accused of uh terroristic threats um Man. So there's a lot of stuff going on with fab um but i would like to say that you know a couple weeks later after those accusations had came out um him and his girlfriend emily were both seen at coachella together so it seems like everything with that is a lot better than it was i pray for them both um, right but there's a there's a lot of still things that i see on a daily that is just unacceptable when it comes to how males are treating females, I think that uh, females are finally starting to stand on their own. I, I see females becoming more independent, and I don't know if I don't know if dudes like that, man. I don't know if dudes, you know, they feeling like the control factor is starting mm. to, you know, loosen up a little bit. They can't really control the woman the way that they used to be able to, um, and I feel like they're starting to lash out. And I feel like women have been victimized for so long. They've been victims of this for so long. Silently taking it right. in the dark. And, um, you know, chastised when they have brought it to light. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the flip side of that where you have females who falsely accuse guys. I know, man. It's like a slippery... Yeah. Like, even if you just get accused of something like that, it's like you can't even you can't wash that stain, whether it's you know true or not. Like as soon as the accusation is made, it kind of just, especially for a celebrity, it just changes everything. Right. Like everybody's gonna remember that. You know what I mean? Like right. So I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I'm with you, man. Like I, I'm whatever happened. I mean, I guess they were able to. To work it out, I'm hoping, you know, and praying like you that they worked it out in a way that's healthy. Right. Um, I just don't, you know, I I wouldn't want somebody to be with somebody because of fear of loss. Right. Um, and maybe that was a one-off situation. I mean, I don't know all the details, you know, but um, obviously, 
seems like when they're together at Coachella, that's a good sign. <laughs> I guess that's all we could take it for, right, you know, right. the optics of it. Like, the optics are like, okay, well, they worked it out. You know what I mean? So, but the thing is, well, hopefully, you know, but now from a female perspective, the optics, how does that look from a female perspective? Well, you know. Right. She, she did right. this, like, that, and you, third, you did all of this, and then you took him back. So, from a female yeah. perspective, from other female perspectives, what's going on with Emily? Like, you know what I'm saying? How much of this is acceptable? Is there a certain threshold? Like, does it have to get to a certain point become before it's you know not acceptable? Are they they are they married? I don't know if they're married. I know they got. I don't think kids. they're married. Yeah, they just got kids. Right. right, right. So I mean, it seems like I mean she, you know, I guess when you get into marriage, it's like a different type of conversation. But like if you're, but I don't know, man. I mean, I guess they're they had two kids. They've been together for a long time. So I mean, I guess they quote unquote are married. Right. Um, but it was kind of hard to walk away from those situations. Right. Um, and I guess it's like, man, what is, I guess we're getting into a conversation with me when you're talking about like taking somebody back, like love and forgiveness. I mean, I feel like it's almost, honestly, I feel like there's a double standard there, right? Like it seems like there's always a double standard between men and female as far as what's acceptable and what's right. not. And I feel like, yeah, if a man, you know, puts his hands on a woman and then, you know, she accepts him or takes him back, you know, that's, okay but you know like but from a man's standpoint like we don't operate that way so like we we, we in or we out you right. know what i'm saying like we, we don't do the forgiveness and all that other stuff so it's kind of it's kind of a weird situation man like just the whole relationships even with the you know jay-z and beyonce how that right, went down right. you know love and forgiveness you know forgave or whatever they still together they working on it and even like uh i had told you like uh there was an episode. What's that show on Netflix with uh, David Letterman? You know, he started his own show. Yeah, yeah. It's a good show. And uh, Jay-Z was on there and they, they got to a point where they were talking about infidelity at one point. Um, and, and David Letterman kind of opened up a little bit like, like, hey, you know, I once made a decision I thought was going to destroy my marriage, was going to destroy my family, destroy the relationship between me and my son. Right. Um, and, you know, me and my wife we were able to work that out. It took a long time. Um, but yeah, we, we were able to, you know, forgive, she was able to forgive me and we were able to work that out. And I'm like, is that just, is that the, is that the message? I guess it's like two messages, like, like stop fucking up guys. You're making us look bad. Stop fucking up. Right. right. That's one message. <laughs> and then two, I guess is that whole argument that you're bringing up. Like ladies, like, are we fucking up because you keep forgiving us? Right. I, I mean, is that I, what's going on? Like, is that, you know what I mean? Is one feeding the other? So I, I think, but I think a part of it is, is that females just get to a point where, you know, I don't think anybody, I think there's certain, there's certain type of females that can be alone. And I think that's a very mm-hmm. small segment of that population. I feel True. like they all want to have a guy. True. But when all the guys ain't shit, you just have to figure <laughs> out which ain't you can shit deal with. guy you can deal with. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't want to start over. It's like having a used car. Like buying a used car, like mm-hmm. I know I have this used car. I know what's wrong with this used car. I know that when I hit the brake, the shits, you know, the shit squeaks. I know when I drive over eighty miles an hour, the steering wheel starts to shake. But mm-hmm. and I see this used car over here; it looks good, but I don't know if there's an oil leak. I don't know if the, you know, I I need the Carfax. <laughs> That's what, right. You know what I mean? And so we don't have that type of thing. I just feel like females are getting to a point where now, like, they're just like, listen, man, they're all, they're all ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? And we're just going to have is to it, deal with this. It's part of it. It's, it's funny that you brought that up because I'm like, yo, would you, would you consider uh, social media the new Carfax? 
Um, so, like, so I don't know about this nigga, but let me get on. Let me get on Twitter. Yeah, let me get on Instagram. Let me get on Facebook. Let me do some research real quick. That's, like that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Black Mirror on Netflix. Since you're bringing up Netflix shows, they introduced the concept on one of the shows where like you could constantly rate people, and like other people mm. walking down the street could see their rating. So you could see. And it was all—it was almost like classifying. So, like, right? If, you know, if it was from zero to a thousand, thousand being the highest, zero being the lowest. You know, you had somebody. You had a wedding. You, you got somebody at under six hundred at your wedding, and you were eight hundred. <laughs> right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? So, as soon as you walk in the room, you see the rating. If you, you know, you do something, somebody drops. So you do something rude. You honk the horn. Somebody really looks at you and drops your rating. You know what I'm saying? You that, and you and you feel it. You see it. You know, you see it happen. So you get the effect of it. It's like, oh wow, maybe I am rude. Maybe that was rude. You know, so on and so forth. But then you also hire people, higher ratings. You people started getting passes. So like celebrities getting passes. Well, you know, Jay Z hawked the horn at me. I'm not going to drop his rating because he's Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like Kevin Hart. So either, Kevin Hart. Either way, there's always life. there's always the exception, right? There's right, always right. an exception. And like so, so, I mean. So I don't I don't know, man. I don't really know how they're gonna figure that out, but I feel like it's really, really difficult for women right now. Um and, and dudes dudes are making it really, really difficult. And they're really, really making it difficult because they're not holding themselves accountable. They're making right. every excuse in the book as to why I made a mistake. You run a whole business, how you make a mistake and cheat on your woman? Like you didn't mm. you didn't you didn't slip fall and land on her and land on her. You know what I'm saying? That's not what happened. It was calculated. You could say that you was drunk, but you shouldn't be putting yourself in situations. Like, once again, you run a whole business. Why are you putting yourself in situations where you're getting drunk around, you know, random females? This, that, and the third. It's, it's carelessness, man, and it's lack of accountability. And that's all it really is. So that brings up, like, when you, when you say that, it brings up, like, two questions in my mind. Like, one, um, well, let me say this. One thing that I definitely think is a positive out of all the fucking stuff that's going on is <laughs> men are talking about it more. Right. So like, like I said before, like, you know, we're talking about, you know, sexual harassment in the workplace more. We're talking about infidelity more. Um, we're talking about domestic uh, abuse more. Um, we're talking about, you know, rape. You know, no means no more um, on, under all circumstances. No means no. Right. We're talking about that stuff more. And that kind of is a, is a positive because I feel like what that enables us to do is one hold ourselves more accountable um individually and as you know as a gender like men holding men accountable because that when you when you when you said that i was like man like as a man one i thought one two things how do you hold a man accountable who doesn't want to be held accountable right one two can a woman hold a man accountable so those, those are my two questions. Like, I so, wonder, what's your thoughts? Um, yes, you could definitely hold a man accountable. I think that I think that it's difficult to help people who don't want to be helped. True. So it's difficult to help somebody hold somebody accountable for something that they could care less about. Right. As another man, one. The second point is though, women set the standard. Mm. So if a woman requires a man to open the door for her every time. In order That's to what it her, is, then yep. that man is going to open up the door for her every time. Right. If a, if a female requires that a man massage her feet every night, then the man is going to massage her feet 
every night. Is the female sets the standard? What's happening is that though, is that females have a well, males have controlled the narrative on relationships for so long, and mm. they dismissed claims of women, you know, complaining or having issues with guys. One, sure, and then two. Um, because of this, because of being dismissive, women have stopped complaining. Women have stopped talking about the things that holding the guy accountable. And so, right, the right. level of male gentlemen has decreased so much that when you see a gentleman, when you see, you know, for me, I open up the door for my girl every time. That's right, something right, that right. She, that's something that she requires. But it's also something that I want to do for her. Right, and so, right. what happens is when I'm out somewhere and somebody sees it. I'm it's the like purple cow. Giant. Right. It's like, right. whoa. Whoa. He just opened up. Especially at like Atlanta, man. Like, yeah, especially at Atlanta, man. I feel like right. the standard there is so low. For one, right. you got so slim pickings. Right. That's a part of it. It's just slim pickings because, let's be honest, as, far, as an African-American male, majority, like a good portion of us are behind bars. I'm not going to go into that. That's another topic. But right. So that also automatically makes it slim pickings as far as if you're looking for an African-American male, which right. then, yeah, it was like you're almost forced by by that kind of logic, you know, like, you know, this this is what's left. You're kind of forced to to lower your standards a bit unless if you don't want to be alone. And right. I feel like a lot of women, like when you talk to them, like they, they just don't they can't be alone. They don't want to be alone. Right. Um, like it's just they would rather deal with, you know, a man's shit. There's also, there's, also, <laughs> then be alone. there's also a lot of emphasis, you know what I'm saying? A woman could be the most successful woman in the world and she could be doing this, that, and the third, got four degrees and, you know, a whole doctor out here. Right. And the dude was like, but you can't keep a man. But you can't keep a man. Right, <laughs> right. Man. Like, that, and like that's, it's like that's the measure of her worth, right? Right. right. That's, what's, that's the part that's really crazy. Like, it's, it's having a man being married or not even having kids, like I, I know women that are, you know, they really struggle with having kids for different reasons. Right. They've tried different things, but they can't. Like for a woman, it seems like that's the measure of her worth, right? Does she have a husband? Does she have kids? Right. Everything else is just like icing. Right. But that is the cake. Right. And so when that's not there, it seems like there's a tremendous void. Right. And I, I wish, I mean, I wish we could get a, a woman's perspective on it. Um, and get more into it, but like it just seems like because I don't want to speak, you know, out of turn. I'm not a woman myself, right. but it just seems from from what I've seen that that's almost like the epitome of it all. Like you know, being married or having having a significant other of some sort and having kids. If you don't have that, you don't have shit. Right. You know, <laughs> I you know me and my me and my significant other we talk about it a lot. She'd be like, "Yo, listen, man, you can be a part of it or you can't be a part of it. At the end of the day, I'm gonna be successful." And that's her. You know, that's her narrative that's her perception of right and i love that about her because you know she sees her value regardless of i'm there or any man is there but a lot of females put their value in can i keep a man can i do this for a man am i able to do this for a man and um and that narrative that that there is just that's that's just crazy to me um but you also touched upon you know males being behind bars and right you know leading into that we also have the next topic we got meek mill Meek Mill was just released, so wrap uh, so it up for Meek Mill. For right, should have never been behind bars um, for this nonsense. But um, <laughs> you know his his story is kind of crazy. Um, with all the stuff that he's got going on, a lot of things that he's a lot of mistakes he's made in the past as well. 
Uh, but, you know, you got the judge who finally stepped away from the case. I don't know if you heard that. Needed to. Um, Needed to because he, he was definitely wasn't impartial. Come on, right. man. Right. Um, but Meek Mill had a crazy day the other day, man. He had a crazy – he woke up in the morning. He was in jail. He Later on that day, he was released from jail. He left on a helicopter. <laughs> got flown straight to, you know, Philadelphia 76ers – the 76 game. Yeah. Was able boss. to ring the bell, open up <laughs> yep. the game, and then the Sixers went on to win that game. Um, Kevin Hart was there. The owner of the 76ers was there. I think that Philly right now is really standing up together. Um, I think that right. Philly, the 76ers are playing tremendously. I think that the Eagles winning the Super Bowl uh, is really, really good. I think Villanova winning the national championship is doing like Philly's got a lot of positivity going Man, on right now. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Super Bowl national, national championship. championship. You got the Sixers are doing well right now, trying to trying to get a, get a chip. Right. I mean, everything is really yeah. It seems like Philly is almost the center of the universe right yeah, now. Yeah. Right. They're doing they're doing really good, man. They're doing really good. Um. So with that being said, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna intro the first track. It's gonna be my track off my slay list. My five. We got dreams and nightmares. The intro. Mm. My boy Meek Mill. Shout gotta out. Gotta start him. with Meek. Uh-huh. Uh, Maybach music. Shout out to everybody over there at that camp. Rick Ross, Wale. Um, y'all are doing a hell of a job over there. Keep it up. Um, so let's get into it. All right, man. I, I love that track, man. Like, yeah. I know me. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of criticism because of his voice. You know what I mean? Like some people feel like his voice is, is kind of high pitched at times and you know, kind of can be a little, you know, nerve wracking. Right. But, bruh, there's nobody that captures the passion as much as him, to me, anyway. Like, his, the way he just goes in, like, his voice, the way he uses his voice as an instrument, when he turns up, like, that passion is really kind of, you could just feel it. Like, you could feel that he's seen a lot, been through a lot, and he's capturing that in the music. Yeah, man. No, he's a, uh, bro, that, shit, that, that track gives me amped every time, bro. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times I hear that track. It's like I hear it for the first time every single time. So, um, yeah, shout out to Meek Mill, man. That that track. Big up, big up. Bro. Yeah, bro. So, figured that was a great way to start the podcast. Great way to start the slay list. My boy Dreams and Nightmares, Meek Mill, following right after my man getting out of prison. Um, so, yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Um, what, what you got, though? What you got to combat that, bro? What you got to combat that, bro? What you hit? Matter of fact, I'm going to keep it right there. I'm going to keep it at the uh, Maybach music. Ooh. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep it right in there. They, they got a lot of things going on, mm-hmm. man. I mean, between Rick, Wale, Meek, man, it's, it's I mean, he can't go wrong with any three of them, right? right? So, I'm going with Wale, man. He just released a track. I'm really anticipating his next album. Because okay. I'm going to lie. His last album was a little disappointed, but I know he had some personal issues where, you know, somebody he knew took his, you know, his his laptop and stuff like that. Similar to a Kanye situation where he didn't have a lot of access to his music that he wanted to put on his last right, album. Right. But the stuff that he's been leaking out, like, I mean, it's like every two weeks he's giving me something that's just hella dope. So I'm going to take it straight into Wale. Big up to Wale as well. Uh, negotiations, man. Yeah, let's get it let's started. Let's get it going, man. <laughs> if you're not fucking with Wale right now, you sleep. That's all I got to say. <laughs> sleep at the Bruh. wheel. <laughs> Anytime Wale start listen, no, this is this is this is fact, bro. This is fact. And everybody needs to get on board with this shit. Anytime Wale starts the track off 
and he says, Cash Muhammad, McGregor, Connor, Falaran. <laughs> <laughs> we in there. He's about to go the fuck in. I just need y'all niggas to know. Anytime he says that shit, anytime. Falaran, Falaran, Falaran. Cash Muhammad, McGregor, Connor, Falaran. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts. Right. I love it. Take you for a motherfucking ride. <laughs> Yeah, I love that trap, man. I need that's what I was expecting from this last album. I, I was expecting more tracks like that. Yeah, but man. yeah, you know, so I'm hoping hey. that next one will be oh man, just I hope he can deliver. Hey. All right, so you know, Cardi B, man. We gotta talk about Cardi. Oh yeah. Cardi B, man. Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B went to Coachella pregnant. Oh Prego. Twerked, and twerked on stage mm. and pussy popped on stage pregnant. I don't know. She killed this shit mm. too. She kind of, she kind of killed this shit. You know what I'm saying? She did that shit pregnant, bro. She that's swag. That's swag. <laughs> I Cardi Cardi B is on one, but um, you know, with that band performance and then she's doing one more broccoli fest, I think in DC. Uh, okay. Listen, that broccoli fest, that broccoli fest lineup, bro. Hold on, time out, bro. Bro, who they got? Who they got? Let me who tell you got? something, man. I need, I'm about to go. I'm about to go to DC, bro. For this. <laughs> Who, let me see what they got. They got you got Migos. Uh-huh. You got Miguel. Okay. Cardi B. When, okay. Daniel Caesar. Okay. Her. I'm done. Nipsey okay. Hustle. Bro, I'm done. I got the kid. Yo. Bro, I got <laughs> bro. <laughs> I gotta bro. get a flight. I gotta call my connect, that's, bro. That's, I got that Southwest. Bro. I need to get over there. Bro. It's this weekend, though. So it's April 26th, 27th, 28th. Um, anybody who's out in the D.C. area, I definitely recommend y'all go out. This set is crazy. This set list is bananas, bro. Um, yeah. But after that, um, that was actually why I was super excited. Shout out to the artwork. Whoever did this artwork on this Broccoli Fest, I'm an artist. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a photographer as well. Like, y'all murdered. Shut love. Y'all murdered. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Oh, my. They got a cloud of smoke, but it's broccoli. It's so dope. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to whoever did that. But um, if y'all in the D.C. area, I would definitely recommend y'all hit that up. It's going to be Cardi's last performance for a while. Right. She, um, you know, she she's got more important things to focus yeah, she, on. She's got to deal with the pregnancy, all types of stuff. She did say that she was still going to be making music, though. So she's still doing verses. She's still going to be getting on people's okay. songs. Um, but she okay. would not gotta be get, performing. Got to keep the... Gotta keep the paper train going. Right, 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 right. I think that the only negative about part about that is that usually after you drop an album, you go on tour. Obviously, oh, she yeah. dropped her first project, um, but she can't. You know, she can't go on tour right now. And so that tour money is serious right. too. That's where the money is at. So hopefully, Offset will hold it down. You know what I'm saying? As he has been. And um, and so yeah, man. But you know, if y'all got an opportunity, it's your last opportunity. The set's crazy. I said Migos, Miguel, Cardi B, Daniel Caesar, her, Nipsey Hussle, Rich the Kid, bro. Bro, mm. if you in DC and you're not at Broccoli Fest, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Bro. You're not. You're not a. You're not a true fan of the movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can't be because like man, any like almost any one of those. If you were in that area, you would. It would be like a must see, right? Like, even if it was just a Miguel. Concert, right? right? You'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to go to the Miguel concert." But then when you got all of them together, that whole lineup, like, what are you doing? Like, call in sick, 
You know what I mean? Like, right. make time. Like, whatever you had going on, just cancel. Like, don't even give them any explanation. Just be like, I can't. <laughs> like, just call it and go to the concert, man. Right, sure. Right. But, uh, man, what's up with the music, man? We're going we gonna to keep going with yeah, the music. Yeah, so let's, what let's, you got? Let's get back into it, bro. Listen, man. So, ah, Royce. Why are you saying it was such a, it was a deep sigh, man. That was like an old man sigh. Like. Because Royce gives me old vibes of hip hop. <laughs> right? I can, okay, I can see that. Royce the 5'9 is an absolute machine. Man. I don't understand how he writes at the, at the volume that he writes at. Like, consistently. It, he just put out Bar Exam. Then he put out Prime. Two. Prime two, Prime yeah. Two. Then he turns around and he started to put out stuff for Book of Ryan. Bro. Yeah. So, you know, got shout out to shout out to Royce, bro. Shout out to Detroit. All the man in Detroit. Detroit versus everybody. Everybody that was on that track. M. Um, Danny Brown. Freak, Big, uh, Sean. Big Sean. Big Sean out there killing it. Yeah. Bro. You know, so Detroit's out there killing it. But, you know, this track yeah. here is called Dumb. Featuring Boogie, my man Royce the Five Nine. This is off the Book of Ryan album. I think the album drops May fifth. Get it. Um. So yeah, man. If y'all don't go get that album as soon as it uh, drops, I don't know what y'all doing. Uh, we got like two weeks on that. Um. But yeah, that's what we're gonna go with. So dumb, featuring a or featuring Boogie. I'm sorry, featuring Boogie. Royce the Five Nine, Book of Ryan. Yeah. Who yeah. produced that? I don't know, bro. bro. Hold on, let me, let me let me see if I can let me see if I can do it. Cause cause that that track, bro. You know what it reminded me of? What? Like as I'm listening to it, I was like, man, this feels familiar, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It took me back to another classic. By the way, we definitely won't have him on on the set list at some point. But it took me back to the documentary. Like it, it uh... felt like it might be it might be a uh, Dr. Dre beat. Like it felt really West Coast, right? Like the way that the the the, um, the piano was playing, like they were doing the keys, mm-hmm. the way it was like just kind of pulsing, yep. dun, 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 dun. had that bounce, right? Like, bruh, oh my god! So, it, so Epic Epic Pro, um, he's he's the first one with credits on that particular album, or on that particular song, as far as producer. He's actually out of gotcha. Atlanta. So shout out to him! Wow, big up. Yeah, Epic like, Pro. Uh, he captured that whole feeling so well. Yeah, man. man. Um, and then you got another guy, S One. Okay, and uh, he's out of Waco, Texas. So, no, nobody on you the West what? Coast, man. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We, we gotta, we gotta take the time to appreciate the producers, the musicians, man, on these tracks, man. It takes, it takes so much time, so much energy. You know, so much creative creativity. I mean, it could be draining trying to get that one track out. Right. Um, so big up, big up to Epic One on that one, man. Like that is crazy. Like I so as I listened to it, I was like, Yo, this feels like the documentary. Like I I know I'm gonna love this. Like it was Royce already, and I got that feel. Like, come on, man. Yeah, man. I just hope that I think he's gonna deliver on that album too. Oh, definitely. Epic Pro, Epic Pro, shout out to him. I um just follow him on Twitter is E P I K H P R O, two different words, and then you got S one. S one is a, a highly acclaimed producer. Um, shout out to both of them. Great track, great sound. Royce the Five Nine is definitely going to kill 
anything that he's about to step on on this um, on this uh, this book of Ryan Track. on this book of Ryan. Yeah, this book of Ryan sure. about to be crazy. Um, and it's not, it's not May fifth. I said May fifth. It's May fourth. So it's May. 4th, okay. So sooner than sooner yeah, than May fifth, bro. Yeah. Step in the right direction. So, but um, yeah. Thank you for cleaning that up too, because I think I blended their names. So big up to them, both of them on that track too. And um, man, man. Speaking of Atlanta, um, I'm gonna take it to the next to the next track. So a group that I love. These two gentlemen, I love Earth Gang out of Atlanta. Um, I'm not going to try to come back with the Royce, man. I'm just going to take it to somewhere different. Um, one thing that we definitely love to do, I know that, that everybody loves to do, is find that artist that's really, really hot before they bubble, right? So you can, so you can say, like, oh, I was listening to them back here, right? right, like, right. It always feels good right. like, to just have some sort of, like, <laughs> bro, you late, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was three years ago, bro. You oh, you haven't, you haven't heard? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you pull out, like, I've been a fan forever. So big up to Earth Gang on this one, man. I'm, I'm going to actually hit you with one of their older tracks. This came out like 2015, which is so crazy because it's, it's like better than 95% of the things coming out in 2017 and so far this year. So Earth Gang, liquor store. Let's go. Bruh. So, I mean, oh, man, I love Earth Gang, man. They're so creative. Um, it's definitely refreshing, man. It's a lot more going on in the A than mumble rap. You know what I mean? I just, I just got to get that message out there, man, because they're right. They think they think mumble rap, but it's there's way more going on in the world of music. I definitely, I mean, ATL was like the center of the game right now. Once you think, like, I yeah. mean, RB rappers, like it seems like everybody from Atlanta or live in Atlanta or something, bro. A- ATL might be on the longest run in hip hop <laughs> ever. No, this is and listen, and I'm from Jersey, so I'm not, I live in Atlanta, but I'm not partial to Atlanta or Atlanta rappers. Right. But we have to be sincere here. <laughs> facts. Um, it's just facts. They, like, they, I mean, you can't even argue it. They control the sound. It's it's the sound is really what it is, man. It's it's not that they it's not that they always have the hottest or the the deepest or the dopest rappers in Atlanta, right? But they hold the sound. It's like it's just too much, bro. You, I mean, you know, the top three rappers right now, I would say Drake. Obviously, he's from Toronto. You right. got Kendrick, who's okay. from Cali, and you got Cole, right. who's right. from North Carolina. Everybody else from Atlanta. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you got you know, as far as dope from my from my standards, you know what I'm saying? Dope from my standards. You got you got Big Sean. He's a, he's up there. Top right, 10. right. Yeah, you got uh, the you got Logic, and Logic. Right, you right. You got um, you got a lot of different people and a lot of those dope artists. That I'm thinking about right now, no, none of them really are from Atlanta that come to mind. But when you Cause think because you're because from your standards, knowing you, you're thinking about bars. Well, it's, it's not it's not even that. It's just, you're thinking about wittiness. Yeah, you know what but, I'm saying like, but it's but it's like actual. It's actually like them on their own, like true. them on their own. What are they doing? You know what I'm saying? Or them on Got any you. sound? What are they doing? Got gotcha. you. But then there's still a sound. That's pop culture, right? That Atlanta has held. I'm right. gonna say since probably 2000. I'm gonna say since Lil John. Pretty much, yeah. Since Lil John, and then like T Pain just <laughs> solidified it, and it's like been there ever since. Been, you know, you 
I mean, it's like we're not even yeah. gonna start with Outcast. We'll say after yeah. Outcast. Yeah, it's after. Yeah, but, it's after them. You know what I'm saying? They had the because Outcast is friends. like an outlier. They, right. They, no, it's not. You can't reproduce that. Yeah, right? it's it's just. But they they've they've held down a Soldier Boy. I mean, mm-hmm. that whole sound they've kind of had, and it keeps changing. Like Atlanta keeps reinventing the sound. Um, yeah, because I remember like when the two thousand was like that one two snap, one, right? Right, that, snap, right, uh, snap, uh, right, uh, snap, right. It was like that forever. Right. We had that then. Yeah, man. So I mean, they 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 got they got it's 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 something there's something going on down here. I think also I like the fact that a lot of people are migrating down here to Atlanta. Um, so you got a lot of other influences now. Um, but Atlanta, a lot of Atlanta, a lot of people collab in Atlanta. I think that you know, exactly that's what I was going to mention. Like everybody works with each other, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like so in the other in the other you know industries, like not industries, but other cities that are in the industry, like New York, Chicago. Um, I mean, if you do you know L.A., Long Beach, Compton, anything like that, people generally don't c- collaborate. You know what I'm saying? Right. But Atlanta, they they figured it out. Like man, we better off just as a city, just working together. Right. Um, than necessarily trying to eat each other alive. You know, right. it's like New York, I feel like they just devour their own, like definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's like so, but yeah, man. But so, I, I mean I will say that New York is doing a little bit better than it have been in the past. Um sure. a lot less beef, a lot less, you know, interactions the way that it used to be. You know, it's a lot less aggressive towards one another from New York rappers. But it's just a rap is also just a lot less aggressive than it was in the past. True. Um and so but um Listen, man, we got we to touch on this person, man. It's going into the next track anyway. Do we really? Yo, man. Listen, bro. <laughs> yes. Do we really have to? If you're talking about hip-hop, and you're talking about accolades, and you're talking about things that was hot and who's hot from a female perspective. Actually, just from, not, just, not even, not even, not even going to bring a female perspective. I don't, I'm not even going to put her there. I'm not even going to pigeonhole her there. You got to bring up Nicki Minaj, bro. Okay. So... You know, Nicki, Nicki Minaj, man, she she dropped, she dropped no frauds last year, mm-hmm. and it didn't do so well, man. It wasn't, it wasn't it, it wasn't it. <laughs> um, so she, I feel like she disappeared. Mm-hmm. She left. Why, I mean, why, why wasn't it it? Why did she disappear? Uh, like, oh, I feel like we got to comment on that. Well, like what? She was definitely the number one female rap artist for some years. I, I think I think people were surprised by Remy's Sheether track, mm-hmm. and I think that people were a little let down by Nicki not not coming back with a diss track, but a diss verse on a song called "No Frauds" that was featuring Lil Wayne and Drake. Right. And so I think what happens is, and it's unfortunate, but it's just the reality of the situation is that. Anytime Nikki comes out with something around the same time that Drake or Wayne come out with something, her shit gets overshadowed. I can see that. So that makes sense. I mean, the following is way larger. Give, for Drake give you an and, example. And Even with these most recent tracks, she came out. So Cardi dropped her album, mm-hmm. Invasion of Privacy. Everybody, Which I, I think talking. that has something to do with it too, because Cardi came in the game and just wrecked all shit. Right, like. Cardi came in. Well, okay, so let's talk about the Remy. Timeline. Remy was coming at her neck. Let's, right? let's talk about and the time. Cardi came in like it just right. fucked it all up. So, but Cardi, Cardi came out. Cardi kind of held down that female voice since Nicki's been gone. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been comparing Cardi to Nicki. I don't really 
I understand why to the casual listener, but for people right. who understand, I don't think it's close. Whole yeah, bodies nah. of work, it's not close right now. So I'm not trying to disrespect Nikki at all. So Cardi drops her shit, Invasion of Privacy. Mm-hmm. A few days later, Nikki drops Barbie Tings. And excuse me for saying Tings. And <laughs> she drops Chun Li. Mm-hmm. And she is going at everybody's head on these two tracks. I'm talking mm-hmm. from Nikki snaps off on these two tracks. <laughs> And then Drake drops. Nice for what? So it's like right. And then right. nice for what overshadows Nikki completely. She's too late. Well, that's part of it. She's too but, late. But, but she got kicked in the stomach like but it's six months ago. It's a half ass track coming from Drake. It's just coming from Drake. I also feel like the rollout that Nikki's putting out and the way that it's rolling out is not the way. She's not moving correctly at all. So, she had this interview. She had this How is she moving? Well, she's not moving correctly. She hasn't, been moving, she hasn't been moving correctly for a while. Okay. I thought that she was going to be moving a little bit better now that she came back with these tracks, but she, since these tracks have dropped, she hasn't been moving correctly. So, she does this interview with Zane Lowe from Beats 1. And it was a very scripted interview. And that was the only interview that she's done. That's the only person that she's talked to in regards to her, you know, since she's been back. She mm-hmm. dropped these two tracks. I'm on title. I say, oh, shit. Nikki drops two tracks and she has a teaser for Barbie Tings. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, Barbie Tings looks hot. My girl, super excited about Barbie Tings teaser. She's like, yo, babe. You got to see it. Nicki Minaj's ass looks crazy. Like she got more <laughs> ass shots on her. Right? right. She done pumped it up. Which I don't understand why. She needs to stop with that shit. <laughs> another subject for another right. time. So, <laughs> you know, so be super excited about Barbie Tings. A week later, maybe not a whole week, maybe five, maybe five days later, she drops a Chun-Li video mm. that is recorded vertically on her cell phone. And it's the whole song. So it's not like you could say this is, eh, she was bullshitting. Eh, she only did a verse. Like, it's the whole song recorded vertically on her cell phone. Using the front camera, I feel like. like, like right. Like, you 8 megapixel. Low res. Like right. 8 megapixel. <laughs> front camera. Or maybe 12. Maybe it's 12 now on the iPhone. I don't know. But in any case, bro. No, you can't move <laughs> that way as you're rolling out right now because there's so much music that's coming. Actually, I take that back. I think I want to say Cardi dropped, Drake dropped, Nick yeah. dropped, and then that Drake led, dropped no, again. No, no, that led us to KOD. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. So you're saying it. Because I know I feel like Drake don't drop like quite a few tracks right. during that, that whole time. Yeah. Like I think he dropped like three. Because diplomatic community, he, he did oh, the no, diplomatic no, community. That, that was the... weeks ago. That was weeks ago. This this is this okay. is all this is all fresh. This is all within the last two weeks. Got you. Got right, you. So, got you. Got you. So I got you. So you're talking about for the last two weeks. Right, last two weeks. Got you. So you know, so now we're here. We got this, we got this weak ass video. 
We still have the teaser out for Barbie teams. Nikki has not put out. I'm sorry, I take that back. She did put out the young. There's a young thug song that's out called Anybody. I think Nikki snaps on this song, but nobody's talking about it. And I don't understand why nobody's talking about it because it's a dope ass. It's a dope ass record. It's a really, really dope ass record. Nobody. She don't got the eyes, bro. She don't got the eyes, man. Nobody's talking about it. The light. The light has been taken from her. And and then she's becoming defensive because the Barbie Tings video hasn't dropped yet. You shouldn't have put a teaser out on a video that wasn't ready, first of all. Facts. And Fucking up. you can't have slow rollouts like this in 2018. That's not the climate of music right now. We listen Facts. to something, we get it a week, bump it for a week, and we're looking for And we're moving next. on to the next what's thing, next? right. So you having this slow-ass rollout and becoming defensive. I mean, she's challenging fans. She's getting upset with fans going in. Responding to clapping back on Instagram and Twitter. It's the collapse. Bro. She's deflating. She has to move different. She's my, she's not moving the right way at all. But with all that being said, I still want to shout out to Nikki. I got faith in my girl, Nikki Minaj. I know what you're capable of doing. I hope that the album, the project that you're working on is going to be everything that I've expected. Because if it's not, it's a wrap. She's in trouble. <laughs> it's a wrap. She's in trouble. <laughs> it's really gonna be over for her. You got Remy. Remy looking real good on this song. Just this this track cover that that just came out. Really looking forward to that. Listen, bro. <sighs> Any case, she. I think your girl's right, bro. She got thicker, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. She she looks kind of crazy, man. She looks kind of crazy. It's like what? I don't know what's going on. She looks weird. She's not moving right. <laughs> She needs. She needs to. She needs. She needs somebody like me on her camp to tell her, Nikki, Listen. you're doing too much. Um, but in any case, and stop being so damn responsive, man. Be proactive, man. Like if you go, if you go and go now, man. Like how you gonna react to something from like six months ago, like forever ago? We don't all moved on, like right now. Now, now with you even bringing stuff up like that, like even having that position. It just reminds us of how whack you were six months ago when you didn't respond. Like you don't want people to be thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just put out hits. You know what I'm saying? Don't even try to like put out battle bars. Like just put out hits right now. Right. And we'll forget. Like you put out a hit, everybody gonna forget. Well, I, I think that this one's a hit. Me personally. Also, too, I do want to talk about her breaking a record recently. Um, Nicki right. Minaj becomes the first female rapper to sell five million per album. Yeah, which is huge. Um, never been done. Never been done. She is the rap queen. I don't want to. I don't want that to be lost in this other shit to how she's moving right now. I don't want that to be forgotten. But Nikki, we need you to produce another five million album sale album. That's what we need from you. But in any case, I do think this is a hit. We're gonna go into it. Chun Lee by my girl Nikki Minaj. This is her her track that she came back with. I think it's dope. Let's go. All right, all right, man. Yeah. So, I mean, she was, she was okay. She was trying to snap on there. She, she had some bars. I was trying to snap. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not a huge Nicki Minaj fan, so I don't, I can't, I can't call it, bro. I can't call it if it's good or if it's not. It's, it's, I don't know. It seems like it sounds like everything else that I've heard from her. Really, honestly. Nah, what no, makes that no, good no frauds. Her. No frauds was definitely not. Nikki was not moving like that. That's old okay. Nikki. 
Ah, that's old you. Nikki bars. Got you. That's what I'm. That's what I'm used to hearing. Like yeah, I don't. I'm not heavy in the Nikki like that. So I'm yeah, used to, that's like everything I've heard from, from so far. Yeah, like no, this 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 is a new Nikki. Nikki's moving. I was excited because I thought she was moving this way, old Nikki way, and then old I Nikki see, way. <laughs> and then I see you know, I, I don't I don't see the same you know productivity. Got you. going going after that. You gotta. You gotta you you can't just hit the ball. You gotta run to the bases. <laughs> and you gotta got run you, got you gotta you. run to the bases hard. So otherwise you're gonna be out. And I feel like <laughs> and I feel like she she had a she had a really good hit. And she could have got a triple. Hell, it could have been an end up in the park home run. <laughs> but for some reason she didn't she didn't she 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 jogged. And <laughs> She may not make it to second base, bro. She may, she may, she may be out at second. So, I, I don't know what's going on with her, man. She just got to move a little different. Um, and that, that's all I really have with Nikki right now. Let's go, but let's go into. We got to talk about this, bro. We got to talk about this, man. What what we got to talk about now? Man. We got to talk about KOD, bro. Oh, bro. We got to okay. talk, about, talk KOD. about that. All right. So, speaking of somebody else, we're moving correctly. Everybody know, I mean, you should know by now. Um, you know, J. Cole just dropped that KOD album. Um, what was that, Thursday night? I got it like Thursday at 11. You know, it was kind of slobbering, just waiting for it, man. I was looking at my watch like, God, man, it's 10.55. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to listen to this album. Right. Um, but, man, staying true to himself, always delivering, man. Talk about. So when you say, when you say staying true to himself, what does that mean from the casual fan? For the casual fan, um, I mean, I feel like I feel like J. Cole doesn't compromise himself when he creates music. So he's not really interested in the trends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's really interested in the music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And what he's trying to deliver in the message. So, I mean, what you what you expect from J. Cole, right? It's gonna be jazzy, mm-hmm. right? It's gonna be smooth. Right, it's going to be politically aware or socially conscious to some extent. Right. Like he's going to have some sort of message, message that he's trying to deliver, and he doesn't compromise from that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's something that you know. This next track that I'm going to play, I think he definitely touches right. on it. He speaks about it a little bit, but but yeah, man. I mean, so so is that I, your favorite track off the album? Nah, that's not my favorite track off. Or the say, album. what's your favorite track off the album? All right, so my favorite track, man. What's my favorite track off the album, man? Let me look this up really quick. What's this thing called, man? The album, the track that I really love. Hold up, man. I gotta, I gotta go way back into my iTunes here, but I don't have this up right now. I like. Are you yeah, ready? Yeah. My favorite track on there is the cutoff. The cutoff. Now that's for the production. That's not for the okay. message. For the production. Okay. If I'm looking for a message, right. it's brackets. Okay. All right, but the cutoff, like the production right. of it, oh my god! So I think man. I think that's the give me drink, give me smoke, like the way the uh, that dude kill Edward his vocals on there, how unique his voice right. is. Oh man, it's so creepy! I love it, bro. It's just creepy. So, <laughs> so that I think that's the cool thing about Cole is that if you ask, if you ask any Cole fan what their favorite track is off the album, it's gonna be something always different. a different track. Um, so what's yours? You, motivate. I really like Motivate. Okay. Um, okay. I really like KOD. 
Okay. Um, so it's a toss-up between KOD, Motivate, and 1985. Um, and, you know, I just, those are just my things that I like to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That window pane? Window pane is dope. Oh, bro. Oh, come you on. Got, you, got a lot, you got a lot going on. So, okay, so my question is, though, is when you say Cole doesn't compromise anything as far as what he does and he stays in his lane, do you fault him for not going out and getting better producers? I mean, who is he going to get? I mean, there's a lot of producers. <laughs> I mean, who's going to get better than him? You got Metro Boomin. Better than you him? Got, come you on. got... Come yeah, on, I mean, man. okay, so come on, on man. What are we? So I think now we're talking about a style. Wait, wait, wait. Though. We're talking about a style of listening. No, okay, but I'm saying. So I'm not saying Metro Boomin is whack. No, 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 no. Metro Boomin definitely has a lane. What I'm saying is, is this: Do you think? What do you think Cole does better? Right? Does he MC better or does he produce better? Mm. I don't know, bro. He's he's bro. Did you hear him? Did you okay? You obviously did hear him. Did you hear him on that GZ track, the last track? Amer- uh, Amer- uh, American Dream. Come on, uh, bro. listen. Okay, so I'm asking the same question to you. <laughs> no, I'm on, asking. Bro. I'm he, asking you the question. I need to an answer. Do you think he is a better producer, or do you think he's a better MC? Oh man. Mm. I think he's a better MC. Okay. So, with that being said, if he just focused on MCing the album and had producers that are better than him produce, would we get better projects? Projects from Cole? no, no. And the reason why I would say no is because there there really isn't a producer that produces the music the way that he does. Okay, and that's intentional. So, like the way he, the music is again is heavily influenced by jazz. Right. Heavily. Right. So like what he's trying to capture in those moods. I think people just don't they, people just now don't like music unless it makes them feel good. And J. Cole was like, yo, I don't give a fuck if you feel good or not. Like life, life is pain, right? Like he says that shit a lot in this track. I don't mean this album, right? I'm trying to capture like the whole essence of the experience of being black in America, right? And it's a lot, it's not, you know all you know one two snap right. like it's that's not real life man like so he's coming from his his position and he doesn't compromise on, on that and i think that's what this question is to me when you're posing a question that's what i feel like you're saying should he compromise okay so the i'm like he should not compromise he could stay in that unique like you already said it earlier who's the best in the game right right you're like you got kendrick you got jake Cole. well if he's already like no that's the formula is already working right. He's a unique niche in and of himself. Because right. if he does, if he tries to compromise that, then he becomes like everybody else. Okay. So then, <laughs> are are you mad? I am. There's one beef I do have with the album. Okay. What do you got? What you got? My beef with the album is that it's only 42 minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> I feel you. And I, I haven't you. gotten a lot of music from Cole in a while. So we, you know, he drops. He dropped the last album for mm-hmm. your eyes only. People. People hated it. Right. People hated it. I loved right. it. You, you loved I it. I loved it. Um, then all of a sudden he comes back, he gets on American Dream, the G mm-hmm. record with Snaps with Kendrick. People say that Kendrick bowed out. After he heard J. Cole's verse, Kendrick was like, Listen, let me bow <laughs> out on this one. Either either it. he bowed out or they didn't cut they didn't cut a big I, I don't I don't know what I it was. The smoke. <laughs> I see what's going on. Cole, you uh, feeling some type of way. So right. then 
Cole goes on and gets on the Royce track, Bablo Boat. Mm-hmm. That's all new. Yep. Snaps. Book of Ryan. He snaps again. Yep. Book of Ryan. So we were really like, yo, bro, bro. <laughs> Cole on this on this KOD, whatever it was gonna be called, we knew something was coming. It was about to be crazy. Um, right. And you know, he I, I do like the fact he keeps everything in house. He doesn't pay a lot of money mm-hmm. for the production. He does. He's not spending a lot of money to put the albums out. There's no marketing involved. He just said, "Hey, I'm gonna drop a record on Friday." Everybody starts going crazy about it. Um, there's no, you know, crazy ads, or he's not running crazy ads on any website. Yeah. Um, I got the answer. I got the answer. Answer came to me. Hold on, now. wait, wait. Let me let me finish my point. Go ahead. Quick, Go ahead. He's producing his own videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so he also produced and directed Bablo Boat, which is crazy. So he's he's learning and doing a lot of things that is going to work out well for him. It's going to make him invaluable in the music industry 10 years mm-hmm. from now when he no longer wants to rap, which I think is dope. But I do have the beef that, bro, I haven't heard you really rap, really, really, really rap. To me, in a while, I need more than 42 minutes of rap. That's my only beef. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, I think he's. I think he's just really active, man. I mean, he got, you got what? JID. He just he got JID on the label now. He got Boz on the label now. You know, working on that, working on the things that that you were saying as well. Um, I feel like we we hear J Cole, you know, just as far as being featured on tracks a lot, um, where he snaps. But but I, I was thinking, like, as you were speaking about your question, is you remember Forest Hills, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's most people's favorite J. Cole album. Um, did you hear the live version? Yeah. Okay. He can't do that if he has Metro Boomin producing his stuff. He can't do that. You see what I'm saying? There's a niche that he feels that he can't do if somebody else is producing the music because nobody produces the music that way. Which, again, we're going back to jazz, which is generally something that you want to hear live. Yeah, but... A lot of improv. But, I mean, and that was like amazing. Like that was a standoff in and of itself. Like I have never seen a rap concert done like that. Okay. Rap concert. <laughs> so, no, but no, no, no. Okay, to that nature. But I also right. want to say, I mean, you got the roots. The roots could play anything. The roots But the roots is a band though. I, that's yeah, like yeah. a that's a that's a band. Yeah. Like, he's just by himself. No, but so no, but he, okay, he so did live. Again, he had a bit. But I feel like we're saying the same. When he had thing. live. I feel like we're saying the same so thing. So to me, I don't feel like if you if you, I feel like the roots could play a Metro Boomin beat. No, exactly. Well, I feel like, but no, I feel like we're saying the same thing though. Like if you're saying like, okay, can he go get another producer? Like if he could go, yeah, some, like the roots, sure. Uh, maybe the band that uh, right, did on, the. So, uh, so then my question uh, would be. Amer- so then my question would be. Right, to Pember Butterfly, that are, set with are, Terrence Martin and Robert Glasper. Like, yeah, those are jazz musicians. Are the, That's what we're talking. Are the Roots a better producer than J Cole? Mm, they're better musicians. I feel like he's a better producer. Interesting. Interesting. So I would. So if I had to say, like, mm, that's that's difficult. Yeah. The Roots is a is. I feel like there's a difference between being a musician, an actual musician. I'm not saying that a producer isn't per se a musician, right. but actually, no, yeah, we get, I, really I playing Quest Love like drums. We don't want to get, we like, don't want to get, we don't want to say anything wrong. <laughs> Shout out to all the producers out there. <laughs> no, not that. That's not that's that's a that's a skill set in and of itself. No, no, let's just I'm, talk I'm about not shout, knock it. Shout out to all the producers out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got you. I got you. I feel like, but I feel like that's 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 
different, you know what I'm saying? That's a different skill set. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so like when they're coming up with that music, I mean, I mean, you know, playing an instrument myself, like a lot, sometimes you just get in a room with a bunch of fellas and you just start doing right. shit. And you're improv and you find that groove and you're talking to each other. You know what I'm saying? The instrument talks. He got something to say. He got something to say. He got something to say. We're having a conversation, but we're just using instruments. Right. Like that's you, you're, when you're doing pr- production, especially if it's just you doing a production, I mean, that's one point of view. Right. Like you're trying to get everything to get your point of view across. Right. As opposed to jazz, which is why a lot of people don't like jazz because it feels like it's all over the place. Well, you got like four, three, four, five people who have their own perspective all communicating at the same time. Right. So it feels all over the place. Got you. So, I mean, I feel like that's a little bit different. So and I feel like he captures the essence of that jazz in his production to get his point across and no one else is doing that. I feel like the closest thing to that that I have heard, I would really be interested in like uh, a lot of Joy Badass, the music that he puts out is really jazzy. I'd be really interested in who produces a lot of that. Obviously the Roots, um, you know, they they would be up there as well. Um, But that's like, I mean, that's really where it kind of stops. I can see that. I can see that. I'm pretty. I would think that he's done a track with no sure ID. Like I would think so. Like Born Center, I feel like maybe something on right. there was you know no so ID. No ID. Um, yeah, for sure. Like big up to no ID. But um, but after that, man, like when you start getting into that Forest Hills right. solo, you know, you start getting over to uh, For Your Eyes solo, right? Right. Kod solo. He, you know he, what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. He had a couple. He had a couple people, but it wasn't a lot. Um, yeah, but but in any case, man, let's so what was I'm gonna let you intro your track. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, KLD, big up to J. Cole. Um, man, you know, I would, I would love to do it, be able to just get him in a room or just get him on a bump in like 10 minutes, <laughs> like just get like just get in his mind and his spot, like right, this little or like for 10 minutes to have a combo. But big up to J. Cole, KLD. I personally, I love it, I do wish it was longer. Um, but 1985, I mean, just listen to the track, enough said. All right, all right, man. Yeah, yeah man. I love that track, man. Yo. Shout out to Big Brother Cole. That's what bro. he is to me. That's the big bro, bro. <laughs> bro, that's 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 my dude, bro. Cole, Cole, keep keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Just give me more of what you're doing. Um, all right, man. I'm gonna need listen, bro. Deuce notions. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to defend this man. I'm gonna need you to really defend Kanye. Uh, on this segment. Listen, bro. L- listen, bro. You the glove man. don't fit. He been <laughs> he been your man for a while. You've been rolling with Kanye. Bruh. I want you to defend this man. Right, so I'm do my best. This last couple of days, man, Kanye, you know, he's been well, I'm gonna start off here. Upcoming releases first. We'll start there. Okay. So Kanye West starts tweeting all of a sudden. He hasn't tweeted in forever. Mm-hmm. He says upcoming releases on projects that he's worked on. May 25th. Push your T drops. God, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. June first, the following week, Kanye drops his album. Oh my God, man! He then oh. he he then go goes on to announce that it's going to be seven tracks long. Okay, I take right. that. I take seven tracks from Kanye. A week later, Kanye and Cuddy album drops. <gasps> Joint project, June eighth. <gasps> yes. <gasps> And this is what I want. This is what this is why I'm so glad you're not on social because this is your actual reaction. This is why I needed to do it this way, bro. Right? Hold I on. just creamed my pants, bro. <laughs> June 15th, 
Nas drops. Oh. Kanye producing it. Yo, he been working, man. That's what I'm Bro. June 22nd. I feel I'm, I'm going to give you all the good shit, and then you're going to have to defend his dumb shit. <laughs> June 22nd, Tiana Taylor drops. Oh, bro. Kanye producing it. Bro, and, and, then, and then to wrap up the month of June, this has nothing to do with Kanye. But in okay. June 2018, somewhere on one of those weekends, Drake drops. <laughs> okay. So okay. So the summer is starting off. This, no, no, no. The summer is already set. That is it for the summer. My God. Nobody's doing anything other than that this summer. The summer is going to be owned by Kanye and Drake. So. Oh man. Cool. We, we just have to go, once again. We just have to go into it. So May 25th, Pusha T. June 1st, Kanye. June 8th, Kanye and Cuddy Project. June 15th, Nas, produced by Kanye. June 22nd, Tiana Taylor. And on one of those weekends, or June 29th, Drake drops. You know what I'm looking forward to out of all of that the most? What? The Kanye and Cuddy joint. Yeah, you, you sounded, you sounded oh. super excited about that. What? Yes. Oh, bro. So now, oh, I, I, give me an album. So, Maybe it's been five tracks. So I'm, now that oh. I got you super excited about Kanye, you on his side again. Y'all listen, I want y'all to understand, <laughs> listeners, the love that this man just had for Kanye West and the announcements that I just released to him. <laughs> now I need you to defend this other shit. So All right, here we go. Kanye West tweets, and I quote, Obama was in office for eight years and nothing no. in Chicago changed. Uh, defend that. Defend that. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. First of all, Kanye is a grown man. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't speak on it. Bro, nah, bro. Listen, we, we know political <laughs> issues. Him is a black man. We, you know you don't have the same platform. Him, You don't even have the same resources. But you know that Kanye <laughs> is aware of things that happen from a social economical standpoint. I mean, I think that's a valid position to a certain extent. Okay. Though. I don't that's know what I'm saying. Listen, I think, go ahead and defend it. I think that's a valid position to a certain extent because uh-huh. you would you would want or hope mm-hmm. that you know Obama being from Chicago um, that that he would have a greater influence right. um, there in that city. Uh-huh. But again, you're talking local government, you're talking state government. Right. He's the president. Right. We're talking about national government. So I mean, you would hope that he would have a greater impact in that city. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the way that the government is set up, I mean, you can't really set that precedent, right? You can't set the precedent like, okay, I'm from here and now I'm the president and now I'm doing favors for my hometown. Right. Right? You can't set that precedent, but I can get where Kanye is kind of coming from because Chicago is off the fucking hook, bro. That shit crazy up there, bro. And I get that, but Kanye West has been in the limelight since 2004 and Chicago has not changed so true. What are you doing right, for the city? Right. Yay. Right. Are you doing the whole thing? Do you do you have a scholarship like LeBron? Right. Are you starting schools right. like Hope? Right. Like what are you doing? So yay? when you say things like that, yay. Yeah. It it yeah, really puts gotta... it bad. It, it 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 you don't you don't tell the whole story. Especially Obama. Right. Like, what? So, like, come on, bro. So okay, so he said that. Listen, the nigga is dumb sometimes. Bro. Wait, wait. I mean, no, I don't no, even know what else to say, no, bro. Like, listen, it, listen. It, I'm going to need you to defend this, man. You're doing a pretty good job right now. You're defending him. All right, so this is, this is another tweet from Kanye. You don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragging energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. 
I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to be independent thought. So how do you feel about him saying that about Obama and then going on to saying, I love Trump. Oh, I, I man, this old uncle, uncle Tom ass. He is my brother. (laughs) Also, wait, paired along with that, he had on a make America great hat. Yeah, this nigga Uncle Tom, bro. So I mean, listen, we all can't be free, bro. It's just, it's just what it is. It just is what it is, bro. Bro, I, I think I feel like a huge part of that. I mean, you gotta you gotta understand the family in which he's you know associated his life with now at this point, mm-hmm. um, being married, but also that whole position of potentially wanting to run for some sort of political office, right? I mean, obviously, these are, like, political moves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just the wrong fucking moves. I mean, it's just, again, he's out of his element. What the fuck do you know about politics? Right. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say just dribble and shoot, but goddammit, just fucking rap and produce. Right. <laughs> like, that's what he needs to do right now in this instance. Right. Like, as far as, like, the, the political statements, man. Like, man, that doesn't even make... I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense, because I'm assuming that he has his own agenda. Um... Again, it's just what is that agenda? Right. You know, that's I think that's the question mark. Like I can't I can't look at the statements and say they're stupid right. just for the statements and what they are. I can be reactionary and be like, this motherfucker, he's an Uncle Tom. Like right. I mean, I feel like that. But I mean, he might have an agenda. I will hope that he would have an agenda. Okay. I will hope that agenda would make sense as far as him pursuing political office. Right. I would hope that he's pursuing political offices to make things better in Chicago. Right. Um, because he's making you know, that I guess a part of his platform at this point. Right. Um, but again, that's, I mean, that's a lot of talking with little, little, any, any substance. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yay. Like the, I mean, your track record is not that great. Right. When it comes to making statements, like it's not that great. So let alone to be, to let alone like, you know what I'm saying? Like come for Obama's head in any sort of way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I would, I would think that Obama will probably be more active in Chicago and doing things of that nature mm-hmm. now. Right. Um, again, he hasn't been out of office that long. It's only been a year. Right. Give him some time. He's trying to decompress. Right. I mean, it's been president for eight years. All the things that he tackled. Come on, bro. Right. He did a phenomenal job. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, we want him back. Right. <laughs> we like, we, we need to do another four, four years. Right. Like, so, right. I don't know, man. What do you think, though? I mean, uh, what listen, do you think? Listen, man, we're we not, we, 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 I, I'm, a, I'm opposed to all of this stuff. So <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with Kanye. We're going to go into the next thing that we're going to talk about as far as this, man, because I got more shit. We got to oh, dig in God. more shit. So God. Kanye West posts or tweets pictures of his house uh-huh. around his house. It's like really empty, look like a new house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's asking fans, does this look like the sunken place? What? What is he? Is he joking? I don't know. It's a joke. It has to be a joke. I don't know. It has to be. A I don't joke. know. That paired with the other things that are going on, I don't know what to take seriously, and what not to take seriously. <sighs> he has to be joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, your reactions is crazy, bro. <laughs> I, he has to be joking, bro. Like. <laughs> Oh my god. Yo. Alright, so <laughs> so no. Alright, so so everybody's been brainwashed. Everybody knows Ebro Hot 97. Free Yeezy. Free Yeezy. Shout out shout out to Ebro. Right. Kanye, Big up to Ebro. Kanye West calls Ebro. 
God. This keeps going. To tell him, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the most uh. awkward moment in, in radio, I think, in a really long time because he just kept saying, I love you. I just called to tell you that I love you, E, bro. Bro, he's going through something. Bro. E, bro. E, bro. E, bro was like, I'm really not trying. I'm trying to understand what's going on. But uh, he was confused. Yeah, he's going through something, bro. And then lastly, lastly, oh. lastly, and we're going to end here. There's some other things we're going to end here. Kanye tweets, and I quote, I am currently the single highest paid person in footwear. That means I make more money on shoes than Michael Jordan. How do you feel about that? Is that true? That can't be true. I don't know. That's what he said, though. Mm, I doubt that. I mean, I have to look at the numbers on that. And I mean, why would he say that? I mean, I mean, it's an accomplishment. I mean, that's an accomplishment. I could say that. I mean, maybe that's what he's just communicating, considering that, I mean, let's be honest, you know, he's been wanting to break into the whole uh, fashion, you know, industry forever. Right. Um, that's a huge part of, like, his goals and, and life. Um, and considering he's not an athlete or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to have shoe deals that he's, he has, mm-hmm. like, who has shoe deals like that? Right. Nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hope tried it. S. Dot Carter's flops. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ice creams, you know, for real flops. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, it's a huge accomplishment, but I just, I mean, I have to look at the numbers. I'd be like, show me the numbers. Like, you right. got to show right. me the numbers on that right. one. Now, your shoes are more expensive. I can say that. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, we can get a premium two pack for the, the cost of just one pair of your shoes. Right. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with him saying that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, All right. I, mean, I just, He's, he's, a, he's in the industry. Somebody else is in the industry. I mean, I don't think he pretty... I mean, they are competitors, I guess, but right. I, mean, I don't got no problem with that. Uh, but those political statements, man, those have deep ramifications, though. Right, right, right. You know That's why I want like, to start you, there, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're trying to, you're trying to shed your skin, homie. Like, what's really going on? Like, right. like you, you, you sounded really like an Uncle Tom right now. I'm just saying. He had, he had 9 million people unfollow him on Twitter. Uh, oh god and he's got a I lot of people that. he's got a lot of people talking i don't i just don't know a lot of people in hip-hop talking you know people defending him chance the rapper defending him um sci high defense said you know you know martin luther king was a republican um a lot of True. people coming to his defense but the republican party was a different republican party at that time that and that was the republican the, party was kind of more so uh kind of set up like the democratic party at that point and in time. that was so it part, flip-flops right, over history like so when right. you talk about american history it flip-flops you know what we what we consider in this modern day age the democrats would have been the republicans at one time so right. i mean what are we saying now i mean right. that's you not Saha made that statement he knows what's going on and he didn't he didn't add substance to that statement. He just left it there to defend right. and Kanye. Um, uh, Chance the rapper said, "Not everybody needs to. Not every rapper needs to be a Democrat." Um, so yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man, I don't know. But that's that's your boy Kanye. So, let me let me put it right here. Let me leave it right here because that that I mean that I could go in on that statement alone. That almost just pissed me off. But because <laughs> that's just ignorant, and I hate like don't I hate when people make statements. And it sounds intelligent, but it's it's not 
<laughs> like I, Kanye just sounds foolish. So I think everybody grabs that. Well, he sounds foolish, and right. we just leave it at there. But when you say something like that, that's upsetting. So because the first republic, the first Republican president in the United States was actually Abraham Lincoln, and I think right. that man was very pro-black. So right. I mean, it's like kind of flip flops back and forth. So you can't. I, can't, I don't even want to get into that, bro. We gotta get back to the music, bro. You know, I'm about to yeah, go in. So. <laughs> I, I know you. I know you're about to go in. I wish we had more time. Um, there will be longer podcasts where we can really, really dig in because I know that I'm gonna bring up some issues to you that's gonna be happening in music, and that's gonna give you the opportunity to really go in. Yeah, but, you um, make my blood pressure go up, bro. I gotta, I gotta calm. I'm gonna hear Wu Song now, man. Like, <laughs> uh, let's get back, get back to the music. We're gonna go into my girl Erica Badu featuring Andre Three Stacks. This my is boy. who I need more music from. Andre Three Stacks or Badu? Both of them together. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, Andre Three Thousand. No, like. Andre Three Thousand needs to stay away from America, Badu. Every male rapper that I Death. like needs Death. to stay away from Badu. The booty might be too much. I don't know, bro. I don't know what she got, man. She's doing something to him, man. Yeah, man. They, 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 they don't be the same person when they be with her. But uh, hello, off of her, uh, off of her last project. That project was so dope. Oh, there it was. God. Oh my God. I love that project. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, man. Y'all enjoy. Man, I'm a you know, I'ma need some more from, from both of them, man. Like where the fuck they been at? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um it's funny, man. I saw I saw a tweet this morning. J. Cole put out a tweet this morning and they asked him if you could record a track with any artist dead or alive who would it be his response was Pac of course and yeah, Andre sense. 3000 ah uh, man could you imagine Andre 3000 Bro, and Cole on a track my, my ears oh, my <laughs> perked Lord. up like I, I don't know where Andre is at this moment everybody needs to forward that tweet to him, <laughs> um, blow up his box, right? And, like, and we need to make that happen. I don't need a whole project. I just need it. Right, I just need, right, a, just I just need a song because their storytelling ability for the two of them is is immaculate. Um, so yeah, I, I oh, when he said that, I was like, "What is going on? What is going on?" So, but yeah, man, that was that was my track, you know. Erica Badu, shout out to her. Um, actually, I saw another tweet about Erica Badu this morning. <laughs> a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff what? going on, man. They saying that they need to send Erica Badu at Kanye to save Kanye. Uh... <laughs> ah, no, that's the beginning of the end for real. <laughs> they said that they need to send her magical. Her magic. She needs to work her magic so that Kanye. You already know what the magic so is, Kanye, though. Between the thighs, hey, man, that's bro. what they said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So that he can get woke again. Um, so I think he might lose his mind bro, for real, for real, for real. We might find guy Kanye somewhere in an alley shaking. Yeah, man. So <laughs> it was. Uh, I thought that that was pretty funny that people was trying to sit Erica Badu at Kanye um, <laughs> to save <laughs> to save Kanye. Um, Yo, know, people on Twitter, people in the world are just. They, your people crack me up, bro. I love, I love, I love commentary from people and just watching people and seeing what they say about stuff. Because, man, 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 they definitely 
going in on Kanye right now, and they definitely trying to send Badu at Kanye right now. <laughs> um, so, you know what's crazy? Like, what's the funnier thing would be if it actually happened? Like, right? Like if she if she actually reached out and was just like Kanye, yay, yay. I just want to tell you I love you. <laughs> <laughs> the storyline there like <laughs> it's, but, but yeah uh, so, so yeah that's you know so that that's my update on Badu and and Andre three stacks like this it's a lot going on with them not a lot but there's some news going on with them they're they're making waves um and they're not having even to do anything um they're always going to be relevant in music I feel like um for sure so yeah I had to you know I had to go in and and shout out Badu shout out Eric Andre 3000 and uh, represent Atlanta once again. Another Atlanta artist. Let's go. <laughs> ATL stand up. You know what I'm saying? 404 770 Let's get it. You know. 470 for the for the new one. The, the new one. You know what I'm saying? The not so popular. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, I mean, I figure... Just being, you know, R&B, I figured we would feature somebody that's newer. Well, he's not really new. He's actually been around for a while, but uh, one of my favorite R&B artists right now, sir. Big shout out to him and Top Dog Entertainment. Of course, doing big things over there. Abso, Schoolboy Q, of course, Kendrick. Man, craziness over there. So I had to have him on the first first episode, man. So uh, check it out, man. This is Sir Something Foreign featuring Schoolboy Q. Like it. Man, you already know I'm loving that track, man. Yeah, Mad man. chill. Uh, you know what I thought about, man? What's that? Top Dog might have the most lethal amount of talent in the game. Like, I started racking it up. Like, yeah, Kendrick, Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, Absol, SZA, Isaiah Rashad, and Sir. You know, <laughs> like, bro, like, they're, they're pretty thorough. They're pretty thorough. Um, Top Dog Entertainment is... They're impeccable right now. Like nobody, nobody is really touching them at this point. Yeah, um, they, they, man, they on top for real. Like they, for real, they, for real. they are going on tour. I know uh, the championship tour. I you got know. Kendrick. You got all the people you just said. You got Sizzle, Sir, yeah, J Rock, Absol, Lance Skywalker, <sighs> Sir. Um, and they are going nationwide. They'll probably do an international tour right after, I'm sure, um, just because they have international acclaim at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just with, you know, Black Panther and doing that yeah. whole, you know, not the soundtrack, but it became the album of the, you know what I'm saying, of the right. movie. Right. Um, man, man, get that paper, man. I love it, man. I, I need just, I just need more content from them constantly, man. I could never get enough. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, I think that's definitely your vibe. Definitely your vibe. That's her, that's her track right there. Something foreign is definitely a hundred percent your vibe. Um, <laughs> so yeah, did that nice, nice, nice one on the on the sleigh list. Appreciate the R and B a little softer for the ladies. You know what I'm saying for the easy listening. Got to do um, that. It's heating up outside. You know, roll the windows down and just drive slow. Be seen. You know what I mean? Uh, but you about to go right back to the bars. Nah, gotta go right back to the bars. <laughs> Who man. we got? Who we got? Who we got, bro? We got Rhapsody, bro. Oh yeah, she goes let's hard talk, in the paint. Let's talk about Rhapsody real quick. So Rhapsody, man, Rhapsody is a female rapper. Um, she's out of North Carolina, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't know. 
Mm-hmm. And her influences are like Jay-Z, Most Def, Lauren Hill, MC Light. A lot of people don't give MC Light enough credit either. MC Light slept on. Bro, I don't I don't even understand why she slept on a hip hop. Like from the casual fan. I don't I understand. I think it's just the era, man, that she man, she was really active. I mean, I don't know, man. It just seemed I, like I feel like, a, you know, they they know the boys game, you know what they, I mean? Like they but they identify with Kim, they identify with uh but if she's Queen Latifah, Latifah. She a little bit before them. But, but they, I mean? Queen Latifah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, when you think about female rappers, like, it takes you a while, even going back. Like, Queen Latifah comes to mind, I think, before MC Light. For right. For whatever reason. And um, shout out to both of them, though, Queen Latifah mm-hmm. and MC Light. Sure. But um, MC Light is just, it's underappreciated, I think, in hip-hop. I think I'm going to get, I'm going to put a tweet out later on to see what they think about MC Light. This MC but Light. Who? See what see the with the Twitterverse is thinking about MC Light. Is she underappreciated? Is she undervalued? Is 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 she getting the praise that's necessary for her? I want to hear what more people got to say. But let's get back into Rhapsody. So Rhapsody put out this fire album. Yeah, Layla's Wisdom. Yeah, I don't feel like I feel Parks. like you know it's nominated for two Grammys. So I feel mm. like for people who are passionate and into music, they appreciate it. But I don't feel like it got. The pop culture acclaim that it was it should it was warranted. I think. Um, you think so? You think it got some more pop acclaim? Like I feel yeah. like it was it was just not geared for that. And no, it wasn't geared for that. But neither yeah, okay. is neither is, you know, a lot of the albums that come out of Kendrick's. True. No, true. Neither true. is a lot of the albums that come out of Coldplay. Camp or yeah, um, any of those camps. Yeah, I mean, true. so you know, so. But they still get pop acclaim, and I feel like people are starting to appreciate bars more. Um, but in any case, I'm featuring her this week. Uh, we're going with 2 a.m. to track. It's off her crown project. It's not on the Layla's Wisdom. I feel uh, y'all need to go back and listen to both. Um, she's been doing <laughs> she's been doing uh, mixtapes since 2010. Yeah, she's been active um, and she's got a lot of people feeling her, um, and, and it's even to the point where male artists don't even view her as a female act. They just view her as a rap act. Um, so she's not even classified as like in the same. She's not with the Nicki Minaj. She yeah. She's not. She's not. <laughs> she's over not with there. the Cardi B. Right? Um, she was on Prime as well. She was on Prime too. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got a lot of people looking at her. Um, so shout out to her. And uh, here we go. Two a.m. But my girl, bars. <laughs> Let's be clear here, man, bro. She got him. She got him. But like, bro, like that whole—I don't even know how to describe it. Like, like her whole. How would I? It's organic, man. It's like it's like the way that she approaches the music. Um, and just spitting in general, man. There's no gimmicks, you know what I'm saying? Um, she doesn't have any like quotables, you know what I mean? Like, like as far as like a, a gimmick, like an ad lib, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, so, right. like, schoolboy, like, no, no offense to schoolboy Q at all, love schoolboy, but you know, he got the ad libs, like, yeah, 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 like stuff like that. Like, nah, right. man, she, she ain't doing none of that, man. She's yeah, just nah. getting on the track, just going with it. And then it's, let's see where it go. You know what I mean? Like, I love that, man. It's just so organic. It takes me back to, you know, something like some 90s rap, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, it's, where it's not so saturated with all the extraness. Right, right. It's very simple. We're going to give you straight rawness. Um, and you can tell by, like I said, the the influences that she has 
um, that she cited that that's what it is. Um, shout out to Absol on the track as well. For I did sure. not mention that. Uh, produced by Crisis and my man Knife Wonder. Um, okay. That's okay. another. That's that. another producer that. that we, you know, oh, Knife Wonder, Knife Wonder and Cole, man. Knife Wonder and Cole. I can um, see that. That's bro. that's one I can see. I don't know we were having that conversation earlier. Yeah, like, yeah, like that. that's enough. I didn't even think about knife earlier, but bro, knife wonder and cool. Let me tell you something, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, uh. All right, man. So, what you got next? What's on your list? Man? <laughs> He's like, how we want to get into it? What's bro? on your What's on your list, bro? <laughs> All right, so we gotta bring this up because I mean I feel like a lot of people are talking about it. There's a lot of buzz, right? Um, with these two gentlemen, man. So. Um, I'm definitely going to go the next track up, Hurt to Look, you know what I mean, Sway Lee. Um, so what's, what's going Jimmy. on with that? What's, you you said there's a lot know. going on with that. What's going on I with that? I don't know, man. Are they a group anymore? Like, are uh, they a group anymore? Like, I actually looked at a track the other day. Mm-hmm. It had, it had, <laughs> it had Drummer's Ear, right? right. <laughs> it had Drummer's Ear mm-hmm. on the, on the, on the credit. And then it had Sway Lee on the credit. Then it had Slim Jimmy on the credit. Like right. they were all three different entities. I was like, "What is really going on over here?" Like, oh, right. like first the Fat Boys breakup. Like, man, what's going on, man? So, so this was a tweet that came out yesterday. No, you're not on the Twitterverse. Ah. This is from Sway Lee. Solo. Our tell album. Me, tell me. Tell our album's friend officially drop. Our album. Okay. Officially drops on five four. Okay. With side chapters. Swaycation. And gym production. So they did the speaker box on Love Below. Yeah, it looks like they're doing something similar <laughs> to that. Uh, that's the beginning of the end. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that um, I think that Sway Lee started to realize that he could peel off now right. and be a really popular individual act, solo act. Right. And, um, and he's starting to make that transformation. Um, <laughs> Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's moving. He's moving that way. I don't know if, I, you know, we may still get, you know, albums, joint albums together in the future, but it may, it may look like this. So there'll be, you know, individual albums side to side, and then they may have tracks that they jump on together. Um, but that's the way they're moving right now. I mean, do you feel like Sway Lee was carrying Slim Jimmy? I don't feel like he was carrying uh, Slim Jimmy. I just feel like, you know, I feel like, I feel like. I don't feel like Beyonce was carrying Kelly either, but I also feel like Beyonce realized that she could be a better solo act or she could actually go that route. And then you don't have to split the pie two ways. True. And so, you know, you're looking at, Oh, okay. Well, splitting the pie two ways, you're only doing half the work. No, you're not only doing half the work. You still have to go on the entire tour. (laughs) Like, Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm going on tour and we're making, I don't know, five million dollars and i'm getting 2.5 if i do the same tour by myself and i can just make five right that's true i mean i'm gonna just make five it's nothing personal you know what i'm saying i think yeah i think that um he has he has that appeal he has Mm. he has that um when it comes to to i mean the way the music is being made right now man you could put his voice on anything yeah you know especially when he's just singing like even like a hook or the way his voice carries on tracks, right. I mean, he's good for R and B. He's good for like even put him on chick, uh, chick tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like Janae Aiko or something like that. Like you right. can put him on right. that, and he just carries that. So, 
Yeah, man. I just I mean, my heart just goes out to Slim Jimmy though, because I feel like they had something nice. I mean, I think he'll be straight. I think that he also has enough acclaim to where, you know, he can, you know, do his own thing. He's he's gonna he's gonna and even if he doesn't do it that way, he has enough people in the music industry to stay relevant. Um that support him. So I think I think they'll both be good either way. All right, well. Just in case we don't get him on the track anymore. Slightly <laughs> 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 Slim Jimmy Race Forever. I don't even know what to call him anymore. But yeah, hurt to look. <laughs> Love that track, man. Love that. I know, man. I, mean, I was just like, man, I can't we gotta get more music from them and they can't break up, man. I might cry, man. I might weep a tear. I'm sure they'll still make music together, bro. <laughs> I'm sure they'll still make music together. But all right, man, that's 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 concludes the, the, the music portion of the show. You know what I mean? That's ten tracks going back and forth, man. Like it or love it. Definitely uh definitely get up with us and tell us tell us what you're feeling, what you're not. Um man, Jared, where where can they where can they yeah, where can they get in touch? All right, man. So you know, I am Jared Wright on Twitter. I am Jared Wright on Instagram. I am Jared Wright on Facebook. So I am and I am Jared Wright. So <laughs> find me anywhere. Um, let me know what y'all thought. Uh, Deuce Notions is on Twitter at Deuce Notions. It's uh, D-E-U-C-E-N-O-T-I-O-N-S. Um, the Slaylist is also on Twitter. Um, make sure I got the at correct. Uh, let's see. The Slaylist. Is spelled T H A, I believe. Yes, T H A S L A I S T. I actually know. I think we changed it, didn't we? Yeah, I thought I was changing the Slayless Show. Slayless Show. Yes, it is at it's at Slayless Show. I'm sorry, guys. So at Slayless Show, S L A Y L I S T S H O W. Um. So yeah, hit us up there. Hit me up on, you know, my personal. I'm active on there like crazy. Um, so I definitely, we definitely want to hear what you guys think throughout the week. In between, in the meantime, in between time, we have a playlist that we put up every Tuesday. We're gonna go for Tuesdays, um, called sparring sessions. You can find that on Spotify. We're gonna put it on Apple Music as well. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I may figure out a way to see if I can put it up on title as well so that whatever, oh, that streaming, would be whatever streaming service you guys use, you guys can listen. It's going to be songs that, you know, 10 from him, 10 from Deuce Notions, 10 from me, Jared Wright, on honorable mention tracks that didn't make it to the top five but are still dope tracks. You'll hear maybe some unsigned artists on those lists, mm-hmm. um, some people that are up and coming that are signed, but you may not be aware that they're making music. Um, so check all of that stuff out. Um, and that's it, man. Like I said, it's called the sparring session. So that's sparring, getting us ready for the podcast, which is the Slaylist. So it's actually, we ain't here fighting. We ain't here talking about music and, uh, and, and, and issues that's surrounding the music industry. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. I think we definitely had a good time. This is the first episode. So Slaylist episode one. Um, you got anything else you need to add, man? Not at all. Not at all, man. It was a great show, man. Looking forward to next week. Um, yeah, definitely stay in touch. Uh, we'll definitely get back at you. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, oh, other, one other thing. What you got? What you got? One other thing, real quick. Do the anchor app. You guys can do call-ins. 
We are listening oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the call-ins. We're listening. Yep. See what you guys got to say. So if you guys don't want to get on Twitter, you guys want to give us verbal feedback. Give us all of that, man. Give us anything you want. Give us everything you want. Send us some tracks that, so we can listen to some stuff. Maybe we can feature y'all on it if there's some artists that's coming up. You can even message, too. Like, you don't even have to call in. You can just message, man, too, just, man. That's pretty dope. Just, listen, man. However y'all want to give us feedback, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listening. And uh, that's it, man. All right, man. Well, Slayless Show, uh, signing off. You know, this is Deuce Notion. It's your boy, Jared Wright. And, uh, yeah, keep your eyes and ears open. Have a great one. One love.